Well done, Jimmy. I'm challenging Jimmy, he's technical. Um, don't worry, he's uh, not looking at the YouTube, so that's for me in a moment. But um, let me uh, just say that as I was preparing for this, it's really interesting how God really goes before you and works on things. So even the song I'm going to play in a minute came to me. First, Rory asked me to do something, to ask me to do something about authenticity. And um, then I heard this song on the radio, and I was directed to a passage. And, uh, and then the testimonies this morning. I mean, and also thinking of what Monica spoke about last week, about 1 Corinthians 13, I think, and, and love, going right through that passage, taking us through all those aspects of love. The testimonies this morning. It's amazing how, how God is moving with us all the time. And, um, and then Jerry as well, what, what he was uh, saying about us, predestined to do something for God. And I would really say that is what the core of this message is this morning. I want you to go away thinking, what does God want me to do for him tomorrow, this week, next year, this coming year? Okay. <laughs> Some people enjoyed it. Good. <laughs> Some people didn't enjoy it. Good. <laughs> um, you're going to hear the rest of it later, so don't worry if you're a fan. You'll hear the rest of it later. Now, don't worry, you are in KIC Laboa. I've not lost my head, and hopefully I'll be asked to speak again. I'm not really sure if I'm a, a great fan of this genre of music. Is it rap or hip-hop? I don't know. You young people, is it rap, hip-hop? I'm not really sure. Um, but in this case... I think it's the words that are really challenging. And the music mix is also quite catchy, to be honest. Now, let's see if we can get back to the slideshow now. Um, Father, Father, help us. Send us some guidance from above, because people have got me, got, me, got me questioning where is the love. Sorry, I'm not a, not a rapper. There's more later. Um, we'll listen to the rest of this song at the end, but it was made in 2003. And it was a top-selling single of that year in the UK. So it was appreciated by a lot of, of people. Now, I have no idea whether the Black Eyed Peas are Christians or not. And although the song obviously has some spiritual thinking, whether this spirituality is Christian or not, I also have no idea. But for this message, that doesn't really matter. The point is that the Black IPs saw many issues within the community and the world they were living in and used their rapping and music skills to write this hit single. In Philippians 1 and verse 18, maybe the next slide you'll catch up with me, says, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. When Rory asked me to speak today, he told me that there was no fixed subject, but it would be great if I could bring out um, the KIC culture of authenticity. We went through them very sequentially um, towards the end of COVID, first, second time. And um, but now we're just picking on different aspects of that. Now, I've, uh, this is where my sort of testimony comes in as I was preparing this. I've really been a part of KIC Group since it was, was founded as a growth group of the McKinney Family Fellowship, which was basically a sort of a Missy Aviation Fellowship group of families, plus some friends and uh, contacts. I became a Christian 
um, at a large crusade at my hometown, in, hometown of Bath in the UK. Uh, when I was about 12 years old, I think, perhaps around 1975, so for those of you, 12, 1975, for those of you, the mass, you can do, do it very quickly. I'll leave that calculations to you. I was not from a Christian family, but I was sent along to Sunday school with a neighbor occasionally, and we had uh, to go to church before, on Christmas Day before we were allowed uh, to do any major uh, present opening. But that was the limit of our Christianity in the, in the family. What brought me to the crusade in Bath then? It was actually Louis Palau, I think he's a South American evangelist who was speaking, it was mainly the encouragement of my religious education teacher at school and the fact that a number of friends said they were going. I guess there were also many prayers were being said, but I, I don't know about that. But what I can testify uh, today is at the end of the message, I responded to the call to give your life to Christ. And that is what I have continually tried to do from that day until today. Although there have been valleys and over the hills, but never doubting that Jesus was not with me every inch of the way. And so, my Christian walk began without any family heritage or requirement to attend a particular church or adhere to a particular set of, of Christian tradition. Our house overlooked, in Bath, it overlooked the parish church, which was Anglican. So I said, well, now I'm a Christian, what do I do? I went along to this church and I asked the vicar, what do I do? I become a Christian and uh, what do I do next? He said I should be confirmed as a testimony of my new faith. And so after some lessons, I was confirmed by the bishop, I think, and went along to the rather traditional services in the church on a Sunday morning. Not so exciting for a 12-year-old, but uh, I felt that's what I should do. And then in the evening, I went along and uh, met up with some of those same friends that were either Christians before or became Christians at that um, um, event, a mission, and uh, we went to a more youth-focused uh, or youth group which is associated with a, a brethren church down in the middle of uh, town. And on the Saturday evening, we went along to, um, to the youth group that also met in that, in that same brethren church. So that was sort of my background. That's my sort of uh, simple testimony, my history of how I became a Christian. And then, of course, now, some years later, I'm here still following Christ. Why do I tell you this when our subject is authenticity? And the message title is, To Live is Christ. It is to emphasize why I like and appreciate the foundations of KIC, Kampala International Church, where we are united by our fundamental beliefs and not bound to a particular style of worship a particular format of service, and most certainly not a particular dress code. Now somebody asked me, actually Sister Irene, I think she's teaching in the junior church. She said, oh, are you speaking today, Alistair? I said, yeah, how, how do you know? She says, well, you're dressed differently. <laughs> and that's because my dear wife Harriet chooses my dress when I speak. <laughs> Every other day is terrible and now I choose it. But anyway, so congratulations to, to Harriet for dressing me up this morning, ready to preach. 
No dress code. And to me, that is how church is. A completely mixed bunch of people, but a uniting desire to put Philippians 1.21 into practice. To live is Christ. Galatians 3 and verse 23 says this, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ. Galatians 3 and verse 28. Each of us here this morning in KIC Laboa fall exactly into this verse. We are men and ladies, for sure. From numerous different nationalities. There it talks about tribe. Here we talk about nationalities. Jews or Gentiles. We're from different nationalities. And although we praise God that officially there is no longer slavery, although sadly it seems that in reality there still is slavery, when even we hear some of the stories coming back from Ugandans who've gone to work in the Middle East, we all have different home responsibilities, whether working or caring for the family. And that is great. And it's very critical for the outreach of the church as it moves us into very many and quite different circles of witness and influence and contact where we can live for Christ and in doing so be witnesses for his kingdom. So, what circles do you move in aside from church and your families? What circles do you move in? Although, for the case of families, of course, it's also our primary mission field. It's the place where we first need to shine for Jesus. And it is probably the most difficult because they know all of our weaknesses and all of our strengths. But keep shining. For me, my, my mother, I don't know this off the text a bit, my mother became a Christian through Billy Graham. I think I mentioned that last time, actually. Or maybe I mentioned it later here. Um, after I became a, a Christian. And I'm so thankful for that. And maybe others were praying, but maybe something was the light that was shining for me into that family situation. And uh, I praise God for that. And she's now left to be with her Heavenly Father in heaven. But I thank her. That... So be shine in your families. For me, so coming back to the wider circles, the church, the families, the wider, those circles that you're moving in, for me, what springs to mind is my involvement in the Kampala Amateur Dramatic Society, where a quiet Alistair becomes a loud and extrovert um, under the bright lights of the stage. Perhaps some of you may have seen me. Of course, acting by definition means that you're not playing yourself, but you play a character, which might be very like you in real life, or quite often... It's quite different from how you are. That is the joy of acting. That's what I love about it. And whether on stage or off the stage and through the rehearsals and in the dressing room, I can live for Christ. Rarely sharing the gospel directly, but more often putting a Christian perspective into conversation or in the way that I react to a particular situation. Two passages spring to mind. Matthew 5 and 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a light, do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. 
Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 22b says, I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. Matthew 5 is, of course, Jesus speaking as he delivers the Sermon on the Mount, that, that section of the Bible which presents Jesus' very practical teaching in clear and concise terms. Today in, the church, as I, uh, today in this church, as I look out before me, I see many bright lights, 30, 40 bright lights shining before me, and that's so wonderful. Shining brightly for Jesus. But this same light is much more needed in the dark places in which we find ourselves. Those places where people will see our Christianity in action. And please be sure that this will be having an impact. Even if we're not preaching the gospel directly. The way that we live, the way that we react, the way that we are being, Alistair or whoever, in that situation is having an impact on those people. Of course, it's also important that you, we, can come together with all the other KICL lights at least once a week on a Sunday, perhaps at other meetings when they start up again, to top up the fuel, to trim the wick, or whatever it might be needed to ensure that each of us in our own lighting capacity can be as bright as we are able. As the old chorus says, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Sorry, not a good singer as Patrick, but what to do. <laughs> Paul takes this to another level in 1 Corinthians 9 passage. And in a way, the sentiment relates to our original reading in Philippians. And so I'm going to read them both back to back. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 22 says this. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might have some. Some might, uh, might save some, sorry. I, I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. And Philippians 1 verse 18 says, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Paul is passionate that the good news of Jesus is preached. And all have the opportunity of experiencing that sa his saving grace. Do we have this same passion? Are we willing to take Christ into the situations and the groups in which we find ourselves? Perhaps even, are we willing even to push the limits for the sake of the gospel? Remembering to live is Christ. And so at last, after all of that, come back to our consideration of culture priorities within KICL, and particularly the need to be authentic. The leadership of KICL does not want you to be a different person as you step into the family of Christ. Yes, you are born again and our sin has been washed away on the cross of Calvary. But the character of Alistair, the character of Jimmy, 
the character of Monica, I said Dornbell, the character of Moira, the character of whoever it may be, even the character of Rory, who's normally sitting there but not there today. Whatever it is, that's what Jesus needs us to shine in those different places where we are going to be. Those unique differences are what makes up the KIC and enables us to be witnesses in places and to people which others of us wouldn't be able to ever get close to. And that's really great. John 4, verse 7 to 9, says this. So in what Jesus, how Jesus applied this. We're always following Jesus. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone to the village to buy food, or the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Just then, in this verse 27, just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want? Or why are you talking with her? I like the Google Dictionary definition of authentic. The adjective authentic describes something that is real or genuine and not counterfeit. In addition to describing something real, the adjective authentic describes something reliable, based on fact and believable. Can you be this in the situations and circles in which you find yourself? And in such situations, be true to yourself and true to Christ? That's why Jesus was able to go and talk with that Samaritan lady. Yes, it was against the normal culture. Yes, it was funny for a man to ask a woman for a drink. And the disciples would have been wondering, why is he talking to this lady? She's a Samaritan, he's a Jew. But sometimes we have to push those limits, push those barriers. It didn't affect Jesus' holiness. It doesn't affect our holiness. We shine in those situations where we are. We're not compromised by them. We're shining. We're living Christ in those situations. I'm not sure that this was an easy song to write for the Black Eyed Peas. It spoke against many of the norms happening in the groups that they were, in the groups that they were moving. It speaks about many things that people know are happening but prefer not to talk about. They knew that this song might turn some fans against them. But to be authentic to what they saw, they needed to speak it out. Unfortunately, it's not on the screen, so you'll have to put up with my attempt at rapping. Where's the love when a child gets murdered or a cop gets knocked down? Black lives matter, not now. Everybody matter to me, all races. You don't like it, what I'm saying? Hatred, tall cases? Everybody hates somebody. Guess we all racist. Black Eyed Peas do a song about love and you all hate this. All these protests with different colored faces. We all born with a heart. Why we got to chase it? And every time I look around, every time I look up, every time I look down, no one's on common ground. Where is the love? And maybe because we're not listening to the end, let me just... Father, Father... Father, help us. Send some guidance from above. Because people got me questioning, where is the love?
Sorry for my absence of rapability, even worse without the music. But this is powerful and bold stuff. But before, well, we're not going to listen to it because no power. But I want to finish with how Paul interpreted this. We've heard what he was telling us. Now let's see how he put it into action. When he was before King Agrippa in Acts verse 26, this happened. Verse 28 to 29. Then Agrippa said to Paul, and there's a long passage about this, but this is just a little bit. And then Agrippa said to Paul, do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to become a Christian? Paul replied, short time or long time? I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. Would you long to say that to the next, the next time you move into your circle of influence? Whether it's Kampala and Paternal Dramatics, whether it's a sports club, whether it's a singing club, whether it's what language club, whatever it might be, live for Christ. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the, the chance to live for you. Lord, we thank you that uh, we are born again. But you created us uniquely. You created us as we are for a purpose. You brought us together in this KICL for a purpose. To use who we are, what we are, transformed by you, to shine for you in those situations in which we're able to enter, which other people can't enter. But as a church, we can enter so many different places, and we thank you for that. Lord, may you shine through us in those circumstances, to those we care about, to those we associate with, to those that we would long that they were the same as us. Lord, we long that, they would, we, that people would come to trust you. Lord, sometimes we need the words. Give us the words by the power of your Spirit flowing through us. Sometimes we need the right actions even when it's hard. Give us the ability to have those right actions. Sometimes it's just keeping quiet when others are shouting out. And sometimes, like the black-eyed peas, we have to shout out. And we thank you for the challenges that were in this song that we listened to today and have referred to. Lord, we know where the love is. We know that you are love. We thank you for that. We thank you for coming into this world, for dying on that cross, for rising again to save us, to save all of humanity who had gone so wrong and sin had so darkened the world. Lord, we thank you that you are there. You are ready and you haven't left us. Be with us through today and through this week and into the coming year, bringing that culture of authenticity into the situations where we find ourselves. In Jesus' precious name, amen.